Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here. Uh, next episode of Finding Meaning. This will either be the second episode of September 26th, or it will be uh, September 27th episode. I hope it finds you well. Uh, I want to talk today about what the false reality or what the matrix is made of. So we're going to go down a bit of a rabbit hole here. It's going to sound a little strange, but it needs to. And ultimately, I hope it doesn't sound strange because I think what I'm saying to some degree holds a lot of merit. Of course, it's not <clears throat> the complete answer for everything because I'm just a human. But um, so bear with me. Still got my cold. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll make it through talking about what the false reality or the matrix, the base alloy, the base material in which the false reality is constructed. So let's begin with first the premise, uh, which I think can be found in every religion, can be found in every spiritual teaching to some degree. And the premise, certainly, of finding meaning is this, at least one of, one of the ways that we can begin to look at spirituality is this, <clears throat> that we do live in a reality that does not reflect who we truly are. If you've heard nothing else in, you know, <laughs> I don't know how many, a lot of podcasts, hear that, that we live out of a reality that is not reflective of who we truly are. Now, you may be saying to yourself, Skip, we prove that to me. What do you mean? Well, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm convinced that it's the cultural conditioning, it's the systemic conditioning, it's the, it's the institutionalization, uh, it's, it's the learned behavior, it's the programming that we receive from our culture, from prior generations that program us into being what we believe and we believe falsely what we believe it means to be human. So we end up in this place where we reward the valedictorian, which we should, but we forget the kid who struggled to make it through school. We end up in this place where one color of human believes they're better than another color of human. <clears throat> we end up in this place where, and, and this is really prevalent these days, my friends, where people are convinced that their opinion <laughs> is the truth. There's my dog. My dog's upset about something. Uh so we end up in, in this bizarre place where it's not really home. It's, it doesn't really reflect the love or the creativity or the humanity that, that we really are, that we really have deep down inside of us. It's, a, it's really a, a false reflection of what it means. And we have acquired this false reflection, this false reality 
over millennia, over thousands and thousands of years of cultural, uh, spiritual misperception. Man, we have formed entire ways of living, governments, politics, religion, academics, science, that are deeply and unfortunately um, deeply and, and, and unfortunately affected by our learned conditioning. And because of that, we live in a reality where if we get a little glimmer of what it means to be human, we all kind of freak out, right? Uh, if someone's kind to us. A few weeks ago, I'll give you a little story. A few weeks ago, I think I told you this story at the time, but I'll say it again. Uh, I sent my son, my, my middle son, who's 18, he went to the store to get conditioner and shampoo and things like that. Well, there was a older lady who paid for it. She saw a kid, you know, spending his last 25 bucks on his debit card. <laughs> and she paid for it. And my son came home sort of gobsmacked by that. But that's what we do, right? We, we sort of freak out when kindness and love and generosity and forgiveness are shared. Unfortunately, uh, we've forgotten that that's who we really are. And the fact that we've forgotten that is, I think, the false reality. And challenging that false reality is the job of spirituality. Okay. That's, I hope that's pretty clear. But what's that false reality really made out of? What's the base alloy of that false reality? Well, here we go, my friends. And I've talked about it before. I'm going to talk about it again right now. That I'm convinced that dualism, that is, believing we are separate from nature, believing we are separate from others, believing we are separate from ourselves, is really what lies at the core of this false reality. We have been conditioned to believe that we are separate from just about everything. And we find ourselves isolated and alone and wondering about reality. We've even found ourselves, my friends, separated from ourselves, from our own creativity, from our own sexuality, from our own ability to have compassion and empathy. Can I tell you how many times I have dealt with people who are so emotionally disconnected? Uh, one of the things I do for a living is I will uh, also take para-educating sub substitutions, and I, you know, a lot of these kids are—they've learned that they are separate from themselves, and it's—it's—it's it's, it's exacerbating and it's sad. But you know, folks, I. I think it's right on the money, the understanding that because we perceive in dualism, we have become disconnected from ourselves, from others, from nature, from the cosmos. You know, I don't want to get too flighty here, but it, it, that disconnection from oneself and from one's own humanity is what lies at the core of, of the great spiritual quest. And the reason 
we have developed this false reality is because we view life through the lens of dualism. Now, let me say this before I go on. Many times people will hear the word dualism and say, well, Skip, there's got to be right and wrong. You just can't, everything can't be good. I'm not saying that, my friends. The reality we've created is full of right and wrong. But it's the reality that we've created. You better believe it. If you need money, you can't rob a bank or a gas station. You know, no, that's not okay. <laughs> uh, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean it's right. Sorry. That's the reality we've created. That's the false reality. I think and I have sensed and I have experienced that there is a reality beyond this dualistic perception. That there is a unity and that unity is based in love. It's based in kindness. And when, when we experience kindness like my son did at the grocery store a few weeks ago, the reason it moves us so deeply is because it's who we really are. And we're remembering that at that moment. What I remember from many of the, and I've had lots of crises in my life, folks. I've, I've had a life full of crises, trust me. What I really remember are those people who set aside everything except my own humanity and offered to help. Not that these were perfect people or they were saints. Some of them were not even believe it or not, religious, <laughs> just decent human beings who wanted to offer help. I remember those people. And here's why I remember those people. Because what they did is they, they lived out of their most authentic, non-dualistic self. So dualism is an understanding that we are not and other people are not the choices they've made out of a false perception of reality. Dualism is the idea that we're going to gain an identity by judging ourselves against someone else. That we're going to gain that identity that way. That we're going to figure out who, are, who we are and our team is compared to others by demeaning others quite often. Uh, you know, hey, go spend a week working in a high school and you will see the popular kids versus the whatever other title they've been given. What that is, my friends, is that it's cultural conditioning based in dualism. And it is harmful and it is a wrong way to see reality. Those moments of kindness, those moments of forgiveness, those are the moments when we pierce that veil of dualism and we see. Now, it's tough. Uh, I can totally see why someone would go off and start a, a monastic <laughs> lifestyle uh, because you are up against, you are in the mix of, you know, just in our personal lives, hundreds of other perceptive souls, other perceptive minds. And it's tough because all of us, and even the person on the spiritual journey, 
we are also deeply programmed by dualism, by the idea that we're separate from other places, people, things, when really the truth is love is the unity of all things. So I'm convinced that the core, the base core of the false reality that you and I are experiencing is a reality based in, because of learned behavior, cultural conditioning, institutional conditioning, religious conditioning, academic conditioning, we're, we're, we base our life in us and them. We're right, they're wrong. Our team's better than your team. Our religion's better than your religion. Our house is better than your house. Our car is nicer than your car. Our paycheck is bigger than your paycheck. Blah, blah, blah. And once we realize that, then I think we can begin to do real spiritual work through kindness, love, and forgiveness. There you have it, my friends. Thank you for your time. And uh, hey, I just want to also mention, I about forgot, uh, we surpassed 12,000 listens this week. So I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, 12,000 total listens for the, whole, for the whole series, for the whole time the show has been on. So thanks, guys. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.